Hello, leaders, and welcome to another episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships, an organization that partners with burdened and exhausted leaders to equip them with the perspective and tools that they need to lead with health, clarity, and confidence, something that we all want to do as leaders. And this podcast is one of the ways of several different ways that we try to equip leaders just like you. Well, here we are in a season of Advent, and for faith-filled leaders, it's a time to prepare for the coming of Christmas, the coming of the Christ child who will save the world. It's a little bit of a dress rehearsal because we know that Jesus is coming uh, on December 25th, but we're also preparing for his return again. It's a time where Christians, like as I like to say, stand on their tiptoes in anticipation and expectation. In Advent, it's centered around the four pillars of hope, joy, peace, and love. Now, I'm thinking a great deal about joy this week, reflecting upon the joy-filled leaders that I know. And I'm thinking, what makes them joyful? Can you think of leaders in your own life, either that you know or you know from afar, and they're really joyful? What makes them joyful? But I've also been thinking about happiness. Now, let me be clear here, because there is a significant and marked difference between joy and happiness, right? Happiness is a feeling, or joy is something internal. It's a state of mind. It's a state of soul, actually. But I also know some genuinely happy leaders. There's a lightness to them. And I'm very intrigued as I think about happy leaders to say, what makes them happy? Well, this past summer, I read a book by Arthur Brooks titled Strength to Strength. It was a fantastic book. Sometimes you find books, but other times books find you. This was one of those books that found me. Now, Arthur Brooks, I didn't know much about him. He's a devout Catholic. He's an author and a professor at the Harvard Business School, and he teaches a course on happiness. Now, if you're like me, you may have automatically jumped to the thought, oh, wow, some touchy-feely, woo-woo, soft class offered at a business school. Wow. But I got to tell you, Brooks is a thoughtful, reflective academic, so I was intrigued. And he wrote about it in his book, Strength to Strength. By the way, I learned that the course at Harvard Business School sells out. It is filled to capacity every year. It is the most popular class in the Harvard Business School. Now, I was even more intrigued. He talks about in one of his courses, and I've heard him on some podcast interviews talk about how at the beginning of one of the classes in the course, he plays a game called What's Your Idol? In fact, he tells the students, I need a student volunteer. Someone to be willing to come up front and play a game with me. Some bold student comes forward to play this game called What's Your Idol? Now, a little side note here. When you think of idols, maybe you think of a shrine or a statue of gold where people bow down and offer incense toward it. And that's part of it. But there are a lot of other idols in our lives. Some of them may not even be of physical matter. In fact, Tim Keller says that idols are anything that should be worshipped Anything you use that should be worshipped and anything we worship that should be used. It's where we take a good thing and we make it an ultimate thing. We take a good thing and it becomes a part of our identity. We need it. Now for you, it could be money or status or your home or that successful position or being seen by your colleagues as being brilliant or smart. It could be a sports team. It could be something that you perceive 
But as the theologian John Calvin said many years ago, our hearts are idol factories. In other words, we produce idols all the time. These good things that become ultimate things, things that should be used, but we worship, things that should be worshiped that we use. Anyway, back to Brooks. When Brooks invites a courageous student up front to play the game, What's Your Idol? He tells the class that there are four primary modern-day idols. The four modern-day idols, he said, are money, power, pleasure, and prestige. Money is easy to understand. Power, easy to understand. Pleasure, it could be sex, it could be money, it could be good experiences, lavish vacations, experiencing the good life, and prestige. This could be applause, recognition, good reputation, being seen well in the eyes of others all the time, and that drives you. Our modern-day idols of money, power, pleasure, and prestige, they tug at our identity, and they fill our minds full of fantasies about the good life and we're tempted, and they tempt us to actually worship at the feet of their altars every day. So he brings the student up front, and he says, these four idols, modern-day idols of money, power, pleasure, and prestige, and he says to the student, okay, of the four, money, power, pleasure, and prestige, which is it not? And the student might say, well, it's not pleasure. He says, okay, we've eliminated that. Then he says, okay, Money, power, and prestige of those three, which is it not? And he says, you know, money's nice, but it doesn't really drive me. He says, okay, now power and prestige, which one of those is it not? And by the process of elimination, the student says it's not power. And he looks, Brooks looks at the student and he says, prestige is your modern day idol. Once that's been identified, he turns to the class and he says, unless you deal with your primary modern-day idol, you will never be happy. You'll never experience happiness in your life until that is dealt with directly. Wow. Now, when I read that, I was struck to the core. And I went through the exercise myself, and I identified my own primary modern-day idol. Ouch. And yet, I will tell you, leader, it has been very helpful for me to know this. And over the last several months, I'm starting to notice it. I'm starting to address it. I'm starting to see when it rears its big, ugly head, when it tempts me in all sorts of ways, big and small, public and private, but ever so slowly. And painfully, I'm addressing it and dealing with it, and it's good for me. So leaders, how about you? What is your primary modern-day idol? Is it money? Is it power? Is it pleasure? Is it prestige? Now think about those four. Money, power, pleasure, prestige. Of those four, which is it not? Eliminate the one that you clearly understand is not. Okay, now that you've got three of the three, Which is it not? Eliminate that one. Now you're down to two. Now of those two remaining, which is it not? And whatever remains, there it is. Boom. Bingo. If we as leaders don't deal with that idol in our lives, if we don't lay it down, we will be controlled by it. And if we don't address that, Not only will we not be happy, we will hurt others as we lead because we haven't dealt with what needs to be dealt with. 
So during this Advent season, as you prepare, leader, I want to encourage you to start by identifying your primary idol, your primary modern-day idol, money, power, pleasure, or prestige. And then, after you name it, begin to lay it down. Maybe you tell some trusted friends or colleagues family members. It will be painful. It always is. It's always painful when our idols are addressed. But you and others around you will be better because of it. Do the hard work. Do the painful work because it will pay off in you being a healthy, resilient leader. Well, thank you for taking the time out of your day today, whatever you may be doing. I hope this has added value and perspective to you as you reflect on your own life and leadership. And as always, the Resilient Leaders podcast is produced by the affable Joel Limbowen, founder of On A Limb Productions. You can check out his great video and podcast work at his website, onalimproductions.com. And leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, identify your modern day idol, address it, lay it down, And see if you can begin to head in the direction of being a leader marked, among other things, by happiness. Have a great day.